Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. Or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Yeah. Right. One, two, three. Hey, little bitchettes. Welcome back to the bar. This is bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Um, good morning. I guess it's on. Oh, well, I think a lot of people listen in the morning. So, good morning, everyone. I hope you're driving. Good morning for me, you bitch. Well, good morning. They for can me. Me do this early. Well, it's an hour earlier for me. I'm in New Orleans, so it's like nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, I don't what like you, the morning. What you drinking at nine thirty a.m.? I'm having a Bellini. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm just having it. I look, I put in my cute little um, cup that's from my house. Do you see it says sinners and saints? Mm-hmm. It's cute. just, um, it's uh, one of those. Um, oh God. I swear to God, I am killing more brain cells faster than I can replenish them. Cause I can't remember anything. It's one of those white claws with vodka, like those extra ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like it. I, I do like those, but I'm having the peach. So in a way, that's kind of like, yeah, teeny. this is very peachy. Did you put a lot of peach in it? No, I bought it like already. Oh, made. I like buying stuff already made because I think it's usually too sweet. Yeah, it's not very good. I just take a sip, took a sip. You should have had your little bartenders give you like a, like a, I didn't go there yesterday. Where'd you go? Well, I had a meeting and it was at the, opposite side of town like that bar I go to is on Marco Island this was like in North Naples so I was like 45 minutes mm. where I was to that bar so I I didn't bother going Your but yeah great because he would have made me a drink for this morning that's right. why I go there but do you drink espresso martinis I like them yes do you yeah I feel as though I should like them and I can't get there's some good ones and there's some bad ones like certain places I like them and other places I don't all right maybe I need to give them another chance and I know everybody drinks them actually on Delta now they serve them oh yeah 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 oh yeah Looking page they drink them 
Yeah, I just, I was curious. My son even likes them, actually. Who does? My son, Josh. I mean, I, I can see why. I mean, they're very trendy, but I just wondered, because I'm like, oh, I need to try this. Um, I like the- them, but you can't drink that many of them. And then you have to watch, like, if how late you drink them, because it's a lot of, some places make them with Royal Espresso. Some places don't. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, so it, it all depends on what they are, but. Well, we don't want to run into the same issues we did with uh, Twisted Tea where we couldn't. Yeah, being up all night. I seriously think of that when I go to drink it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that with my um, dirty martinis too, because you know I love an extra dirty martini. But I can only have like two or three of them. If I have any more than that, I'm up all night thirsty. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, wait, two things. Down on Bourbon Street a couple of days ago, I saw there is a bar. You know how you do the pineapple with the vodka in it and you can just like, yeah. Pour it? Yeah. they had that with, uh, olives and olive juice. Mm. They had a big one all set up. Yummy. Yeah. So that Everyone does that pineapple down here. They actually, um, cause tequila is really big right now. Yeah. Um, I was somewhere this week and, um, they had it and I, if they have it, I usually get that because I, right. I really like that. Uh, and this one was with tequila. Mm. Well, I didn't know that. No. I, I don't like tequila at all. But it was actually pretty good. Well, all you tasted was pineapple. No wonder. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. But I said to the bartender, I'm like, ooh, I can't have another one of these. I said, like, I don't know how my body would react to having more than one thing of tequila. <laughs> like, I know how my body reacts to vodka. I'm like... I can only have one. I'm like, who knows what will happen? I might turn into some crazy bitch or something. <laughs> oh, as opposed to the normal bitch you yeah. usually are. Okay. Yeah. Well, somebody made up the, or made the point. She was like, I only drink. Cause I said, oh, I drink, you know, vodka soda with a splash of cranberry, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, I drink the same, but I do it with tequila. And she said, because she, now she's young. She's like, I do that because I know if I'm out, and we do shots, we're doing tequila. So at least I'm drinking all of it. You're not thing. mixing. Yeah, yeah, I do that a lot. Like if I'm going out with, because I have a couple young friends here. Yeah, I know and, you've met and I, one day. I'm like, are they old enough to be in a bar? <laughs> but, um, well, that was my friend's son. Oh. His 21st birthday or whatever. That's why they were so young. But that was my friend's son. Okay. But these are, these people are like Brooke's age, but. Um, if I go out with them, I know we're going to end up doing shots. So I don't drink like my red wine, which I normally would. I yeah. would drink vodka and soda or something. You would mix you out with your, your little bartender boy. You drink red wine. You're like, oh, I was doing shots of tequila with him. I'm like, whoa. Yikes. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I made him switch me to a coffee tequila because it's a little better with the red wine. Oh my God. Kelly, tequila and red wine. That makes me want to like, whoa. Yeah, like that's why in the morning, whenever I come to film with you, I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's why like, you probably feel like you licked like an ashtray. Ugh, oh. Whenever I'm hungover, my husband's like, do you want a greasy pork chop? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> greasy food's good, man. When you're no, <laughs> no. But like the thought of a greasy pork chop or he's like, how about a raw oyster? And then I faint. Oh God, I would definitely lose it. Well, because he just tries to say things to make me gag. Yeah. Remember when we were in New York, we used to love and go sh- get street meat? Oh, you love to myself meat. street meat. Hungover. I was like, Kelly. Hungover was good. 
I've never seen anybody who likes street meat like you. <laughs> it's good shit when you're hungover. I'm like, that's gray. You're like, it's supposed to be gray. I'm like, I don't want to eat gray meat. Ooh. It was good. I will say the one year, I mean, look, I'm holding on to the year I was sober in New York with Clara when I was pregnant with all oh my, my body. Yeah, the only day you were ever sober. Yeah, you hold on to that bitch. I do, I do hang on to it. But the next day we got in a taxi and I remember being viciously carsick. And I was like, oh my God, it's not always a hangover. I'm just carsick. <laughs> I'm so happy to bring that out about me. You all right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's start this episode now that we've talked about alcohol for 15 minutes. Let's yeah. start this episode by thanking our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and joined our illustrious Patreon channel where mm-hmm. you are going to get access to exclusive video content or after party. And then also uh, content from yesteryear, years past, the ghosts of dance moms past, if you yes. will. We share video and photos. And also, if you're at the, the diamond level where you get that exclusive, um, you know, never shared before dances and stuff, you also get the video content of our after party, which we don't normally, we don't put anywhere else. So that's like at that bonus level too. So if you like to watch us, you get all of the Christy Kelly you want. Actually, you can see how tired I look today with my bags. Yeah, look at me. I didn't even comb my hair. Uh, yes, I it's very Joan Jett. I like it. Shut up. I hate you. It's cute. It's cute, Joan Jett. Joan Jett? Ah, it's cute, Joan Jett. All right. Let's thank these people. Are you ready? Yes. Everybody fast forward 15 minutes if you don't want to hear the names because there's a lot. All right. It's, um, here we go. Let's thank Maddie Rose, Kelly, Margo, Elena, Riley, Jill, Maggie, Ella, Aaron, Ava, Alexis, Hazel, uh, Mila, Lola Lee, Jillian, Aaron, Samantha, Emma, Matthew, Rachel, Alexa, Logan, Dylan, Kendra, Maya, Ryan, Abby, Stephanie, Bay, Obey Batch, rather, Alex, Peyton, Alexa, Amanda, Zia, Hope, Brandy, Justin, Bridget, Audrey, Chloe, Casey, Emily, Riley, Avery, Olivia, Jade, Yami, Elizabeth, Livia, Evie. Uh uh Elizabeth, uh, Maddie, Annie, Alex, Gabby, Mackenzie, Tara, Ariana, Brenna, uh, Jessica, Nicole, Katie, Olivia, Manny, Elise, Irina, sorry, Celeste, Zoe, She's All Batch, Grace, Maria, Paige, Roxanne, Harrison, Kenzie, Michaela, Emily, Freya, Sofrose, Zena, Emma, Jordan, Soul, Jonathan, Lachlan, Lydia, um, Andrea, Jess, Sid the Bitchette, that's cute, Lindsay, Jessa, Diana, Anna, Caitlin, Mia, Emma, Brianna, Elizabeth, Dane, Seth, almost there, you guys, Lacey, Gabriella, Tariana, Hannah, Nye, Diane, Rena Pombo, Alyssa, Ava, Kate, Blair, Sarah, Leslie, Lucy, Kelsey, Haley, Michaela, Kendra, Brittany, Charisma, Maddie, Trishelle, Bella, Amanda, Amy, Suzanne, Maddie, Chantel, 
uh, Olate, Teresa, Caitlin, Alexa, who is Tommy Barber, Dominic, Claire, Alyssa, Marie, Amy, Saviana, Abby, Shelby, Amy, Kelly, Jordan, Hannah, Alexis, Jennifer, Caitlin, Erica. Oh, Kirsty and Nicole. Thank you guys. Thank you. There's so many. No, there's always so many. Oh, so you little bitch, because we got on the call and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. And you're like, I'm so happy. I don't have to. I know I am. Well, you know, I have to say, and I think I texted you this, but we'll, we'll decide. And obviously the fans will find out or the listeners will find out next week. We might need to pepper in some other episodes in these next couple, because these next couple weeks are brutal for me. And I don't know how much of it I can take in a row. Cause like this week I get in a big fight. Then next week is the infamous pink lemonade, drop the hat. And then I'm all, I'm not there the following week, but then we get in our big fight. It's just like punch after punch after punch. After I don't punch. remember what we were fighting about. Well, I I'm pretty sure we're going to see it on TV. It's like, well, yeah, I think about something so stupid though. Of course. Of course. <laughs> we're fucking sick of each other. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I mean, we can tell this when we get there. I think we made up before we made up on the show. Before we even filmed that. Yeah. No, I think we were still mad there, but we had made up off camera and they were like, no, you can't make up off camera. I mean, we had to do it on film. (laughs) Because they were so mad. They're like, you can't do that. Like we have this whole story of you guys. You said try to hide us from each other. Yes. <laughs> like they did that a lot. Like it, it like that one day whenever um I wasn't I didn't come on the bus with you guys. Yeah. Like they hide you in a different room. So you're there and you're together, but they hide you so you're not together. So you can't talk and say, like, oh, you know, like so we couldn't make up or whatever. But well, remember we- that I uh we were texting. Like, I'm like, hey, are you down the hall? You're like, yeah, you need to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> ah, two assholes. I know. I know. I was trying to explain to someone who didn't watch the show. I was like, oh, you know, Kelly's like my partner in crime. We're always like, fuck it. Let's go here. And they're like, seriously? I'm like, yes. And they're like, you really were just like, fuck it. Let's go drink. Or like, these people are idiots. And like. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, yes. We the are. only way we stayed sane. I know. And and half the time, I mean, honestly, half the time we would shoot those scenes, we'd have like, we'd have time to have like half of a drink and maybe got yeah. to take a little bit with us. But it was just the fact that we didn't have to be in that pressure cooker. We could just be off on our own. That was the relief Reader. of it all. Not somebody zooming in on you like yeah or even if they were zooming in on you we weren't like in pyramid with abby you know we got to go off and just be on our own that's why those scenes were so fun i think we were just giddy we were like oh my god we don't have to fight with somebody right now yay yay (laughs) it's amazing all right so let's get into this episode and the name of this episode is so we're in season three, episode five, and it's called Revenge of the Revenge of the Replacements. 
Now, interestingly enough, originally this episode was called Who Won First? I don't know why they would have changed it. Oh, maybe because of the, the duet. Um, I'm not sure. But we filmed this in November of 2012. So basically, we're on a one-year countdown now until you leave the show because you left in November of 2013. Yay. So between this episode and then get your finger out of my face, it was about a year. So keep that in mind, you know? Um, mm -mm -mm. Yeah. All right. So we start off. One thing that I think is what? I said, it's hard to believe that was a year I held out that long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, it's hard to believe that you didn't like, (laughs) you didn't need committed in a year. I get it. I mean, I get it. Uh, One thing I do want to point out. So we open the show and it says three days to competition. Keep in mind, sometimes we have four days to competition, depending on like how the week went. You'll see four days to comp. This is a three days to competition. So that tells me that we didn't film Pyramid until Wednesday. Because usually we would film Pyramid on Tuesday. Yeah. Um. I don't know why. And I, I can't say that's a hundred percent true. Uh, you know, don't take that as fact, but just knowing the schedule of the show, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I guess we didn't film pyramid until Wednesday. So that's kind of like little clues that we as cast members can pick up on that the general viewers wouldn't know. Yeah. So I don't know. Or, or the other thing that could happen, where were we going? North Carolina? Maybe we did film pyramid on Tuesday and we just didn't rehearse on Friday because we had to be on the bus all day. Could have been. Yeah. Because we could leave Friday morning when we had to go on the bus. Yeah. But I think if I remember in this episode, um, I think we might've been in the same clothes as rehearsal. I'm not sure, but just keep that in mind. Cause there are episodes that it's four days to competition. This is a three day. Um, okay. So interestingly enough, this episode opens on the front desk and you guys get to hear a little bit from Gianna, which we don't normally hear. And we get that question all the time. What's Gianna like? And I think that you kind of get a taste of what Gianna's like in this episode. So everybody who's like, what's Gianna like? Like, pay attention. You can see what Gianna's yeah. like. Yeah. Um, so Gianna tells Abby that Devin from Dance Troop Inc., which is where we went the previous week, had called and left a message. And P.S., <laughs> Abby must have been having like a busy week or something because she is absolutely rocking headbands again. Or maybe her hairdresser was sick. So please, <laughs> please drink. Abby's wearing a headband. Cheers. Okay, so Abby returns Devin's call and she learns that the competition made a mistake. Kendall and Maddie's duet, Sugar and Spice, actually placed second, not first, and Abby's dreams have fucking come true. When does that ever happen, though, that they would do afterwards? That makes I no know. To me. I know. I know. Oh. <laughs> I mean, even being on the show, we don't know if that's true or not, but I've never heard of a competition calling you a few days later telling you that the scores were wrong. No, if anything, they come into the dressing room and take your child's trophy away and give it to the other kid because that happens to us. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. I thought that seemed very weird. Very weird, especially because of the whole storyline of that duet being so important. But Abby is fucking creaming her jeans because she's so thrilled that Kendall ruined her reputation because she can't wait to go in and make a child cry. 
So Abby loves it. And then Gianna gives us, well, Kendall just had a rough weekend. Um, and Abby tells us in her interview, we all know what second is the biggest loser on the stage. What a fucking thing to tell people. I just can't yeah. see. You know? Okay. So then Abby was second. No, <laughs> no, not at all. So not long ago, Brian was playing in a pickleball tournament and he got uh silver. And I was like, biggest fucking loser out there. First lose. First lose. All right, so now we're in Studio A, and you can see Abby rearranging the pyramids. So she's like, yay, Kendall gets to be a loser. Yeah, Yeah, gleeful. She's absolutely gleeful. We walk in, and Abby tells us that uh, she wasn't blown away by anyone at the competition because, you know, she's never impressed, no matter what we do. If we win first, we didn't deserve it. We only won because we're the Abby Lee Dance Company. If Mm. we lose... We were in the parking lot and if somebody beats us, it was because they didn't do the choreography the way she gave it to us. It's amazing. <laughs> the lack of accountability. Not narcissist, are we? No, no. <laughs> so she tells us, uh, actually the duet placed second and you can just see Jill like dying inside. And I feel for Jill. Cause I'm like, uh, like I got sick for her. Cause I can imagine. And I've been there similarly. And so Abby's like, so Greensboro, Greensboro, North Carolina, which we all thought was a smashing success, turned out to be a big letdown. Did we think it was a smashing success? Because when I said they were amazing, she told me in the dressing room oh, 87 yeah. times that I shouldn't use my eyeballs and form an opinion on anything because I know nothing. So then in her interview, Jill says exactly what I just said. She goes, Abby couldn't wait to announce that the duet plays second. And she thinks that Abby reveled in sharing that information. Yes, Jill. Correct. 100%. I agree. Uh, Can I just mention your shirt that you have on? Right now? And pyramid. Oh, that, see, that butterfly? The hell was that? It's like, okay, an all black shirt. And then we have a big ass butterfly on her stomach. It's like out of rhinestones. It's like on my belly. It's like, it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't was, think where one finds such things. Yeah, it was ugly. I might've been shopping at like ugliestclothes.com. Like it was almost like, it was like, I don't know. Maybe somebody pregnant should wear it to like show off your... Oh Baby my God. It no, you know what it was? You could have <clears throat> used it on a pregnant belly as the map if you wanted to glue the rhinestones to the belly for a photo shoot. It was it was weird. It was terrible. Kelly, I, I don't remember that shirt. I don't I as soon as I saw it, you know what I remember about the shirt? I remember the fabric sucked. <laughs> Shocking. It wasn't very <laughs> yeah, high it looked like it was no great. <laughs> it was not from Nordstrom's. No, no. <laughs> I feel like I got that at a boutique or something, but it was really? terrible. You need to not go there anymore. <laughs> I think it's closed. I think it's out of it. I know why. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> okay. Sorry to interrupt you. But no, no, no. Cause I have that written somewhere. Oh, I have my, my fucking rhinestone butterfly sweater. I have it on the second page. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, so 
Abby says that she saw superb dancing, horrendous dancing. And then she tells Kendall, you did not dance the way Sophia would have in the group. And she's like, what do you think? Well, what? She's not Sophia. She's not Sophia. Just like the other girls don't dance like Maddie because they're not Maddie. But what is Kendall? Even if Kendall were <laughs> world champion dancer, like universal, there's no right answer for Kendall. No. So she's standing there and she's like, uh, and Abby's like, what? Nothing to say. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> the mental fuckery. What should she say? Like, like I would have been like, well, I'm not Sophia. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't dance like Sophia. I'm not Sophia. It, nope. Nope. So then Kendall starts crying. Can't imagine why. Chloe comes over behind her, which I can't believe Chloe stepped out of Pyramid. That tells me that that was edited in because Chloe would have never stepped out of line in Pyramid. Yeah. None of them would have. You know what I mean? So when I be like good little soldiers. Right. I, when I saw that, I like, I was like, <gasps> like, I got nervous. But she did hug her. So I'm thinking that might've happened when Abby walked out of Pyramid. She just went over and hugged her, you know, but I mean, she obviously did, but oh my God, the, the chest tightness. It's, it's so cute how they comfort each other. Cause I have on my notes later and Oh, Brooke comforting Chloe Brooke is comforting Chloe. It's like, people wonder why those girls are still so close because like they took care of each other because Mm -hmm. we were upstairs. So we couldn't like comfort our kids. So they kind of like took the initiative to take care of each other, which is so sweet to see. And, and they, I think in their group chat and stuff, I think their, their group chat name is like OG sisters. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, because, and Chloe will always say, she's like, oh, those are my sisters. She's like, nobody knows what life is like. And they don't just like, nobody knows what our life was like. We don't even know what their life is like. Cause we they don't know what ours is like. We found that one Brooke was on. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so Chloe's hugging Kendall. And then at, in her interview, Abby's like, Sophia is still in LA. I need the girls to step it up in Sophia's absence. And they're just not doing it. Sophia isn't absent. Sophia was only on the show for one episode. There's a difference. Like, how could she? She was only in one dance. So, like, why would we have to fill in for her? Does Sophia ever come back? I don't know. I don't either. I think so. I think she comes back, and that's when you guys like scare her away with Maddie. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait a minute. That might be coming up in like two episodes when I get kicked out after Pink Lemonade. She might be there the next week. I don't know. I can't remember. I either, but I, I think she came back for more than one episode. Well, I guess we're going to find out. We couldn't have got all that info. Like, I mean, we knew her like schedule of training. Like, I remember her getting up early in the morning and like stretching and them kinds of things. I don't think we would have got that in just one week, all of that stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, So then Abby says to the girls, listen to me, learn this. Every single one of you, when you're in here rehearsing and you keep screwing up, you don't need me to stand there and point out every mistake. Isn't that called teaching? Yeah. Like, how are they supposed to know if they're making a mistake? If they're, if they're, if they're making it, they obviously don't know they are. Right. right? And then Abby's like, can't you see it in the mirror? And if you look, Chloe is cracking her knuckles, like, and like wringing her hands. Like, Addie does that later in the thing, too. Maddie, I noticed. I, yep. 
I actually had that written down. Like they have so much stress in their hands. Yep. That's the only way they can like, you know, get it out. Like, yeah, you can definitely tell the stress by body language. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. So then Abby's like, if you don't want to be a better dancer, I'm not going to waste my breath on you. I want to worry about the kid who wants to be a star, not the kid that's just here so they can get invited to all the birthday parties. Yeah, because we could go to so many freaking birthdays. I was just going to say that. Like, how? In those four years of filming, I don't think we went to one birthday party, not even our own. Kelly, I don't think that the kids went to birthday parties before filming. Well, we sure as hell didn't go then, because I don't even think we celebrated our own birthdays. If we did, it was like you could have a piece of cake on the bus on your 14-hour ride to uh, North Carolina. You know, like, God. Oh, no, Chloe Chloe got yelled at on her birthday and cried. Yeah. So they they were allowed to celebrate as long as it was, like, (laughs) super sad. Um, All right. So then we start Pyramid, and on the bottom is Kendall. And Abby tells her, you worked your way up the pyramid, and now you're right back where you started. Then it's Maddie. All for one, one for all. It's all about the team. Kendall's there. You went with her. Okay, then Nia, you did an okay job, but I just don't see the feet getting any better. Then Holly gets delivers one of her eye rolls, which I <laughs> gotta love it. Then Paige, <clears throat> this I don't know why Paige wasn't above Chloe because she had a solo in place third. So she's like, you placed in the top five. That's an improvement. Way to fucking pep talker, Ab. Yeah, nothing <laughs> like. Uh... She was the youngest in the age category. So you did pretty good. No, no, we can't say things like that. But then second is Chloe. And she said, I really thought you stood out starting the group dance. Was the group fabulous? No. I think if your mother was more honest with you, like she used to be two or three years ago, you would continue to improve. So now it's on her. You can say something in one second. She's on her kick that she is determined to let everyone know in the world that even though Chloe won nationals, she sucks. Okay, but Abby should listen to this because she says, like, you were hard on Chloe and and all this kind of shit. But now she's saying she wishes you were hard like you were on her before. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that a contradiction? Does that require a drink? I'm sorry. Drink. Well, I'm going to quit pointing these things out because I don't like this drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard time swallowing. I think it's making me cough, actually. You always have a hard time swallowing. Like there's grapefruit in it. I thought Lainey was peach. Yes, you kind of missed my joke. What was it? I said, you always have a hard time swallowing, Kelly. Oh, my God. Because you cough. That's what I meant. I meant Uh, you cough. Oh, children, I'm teasing. It's totally a joke. It's 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 making me cough. You have that, like, cough problem. I know I do. But certain things irritate it. Like, if I eat an M&M or a piece of chocolate, like, one M&M will make me cough for an hour. Seriously? Yeah, chocolate makes me cough. Like fruit juices, like this, like grapefruit, will make me cough. Well, I would think juices would make you cough. But I guess an M M&M and M could be chocolate like- is my worst thing. Yeah, it's weird. That's I must be allergic to it or something. Maybe. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, it was. Excuse me. The swallowing was a joke, you guys. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. And then Mackenzie's on top. 
And it says, it's like you bumped your sister right down there. And I don't, I can't comparing kids. Yeah. I, well, and like, I would think sisters is probably harder because it's like, they're, they're different kids. Yeah. But, they always compare them. Yeah. Meanwhile, Matt Mackenzie knocking Maddie off of the top of the pyramid, I don't think would affect Maddie at all. I mean, they're like totally different spectrums. I mean, Kenzie's six or whatever. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't oh. think that would bother Maddie. No, I don't either. And also, I wonder if um, that tells me was Maddie at the top before Abby changed it? You know what I mean? Was she at the top because of the duet? Because Abby would have said some shit like, Maddie, you were stunning in the duet. I couldn't carry you in the duet. You carried the duet. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if she was at the top. All right. So now she says to Mackenzie, you're back in the group routine this week. Well, last week she'd said like, you're out of the group for weeks, but now she's like, but you're back. Until it's mature enough. So so it's appropriate. Yeah. (laughs) And she goes, "Um, if you could go against nine-year-olds and win, then you can dance with a nine-year-old. I think Mackenzie is what, seven now? And then um, she's like, the pressure's on because she also gives in just a moment, she tells us we're going to intensity dance in Woodbridge, Virginia. Oh, so we're not going to the Carolinas. We're going to Woodbridge. And uh, Abby says our replacements are going to be there. The people when we protested are going to dance against us. But she says, Mackenzie, you have a solo. It's contemporary called Dancing Barefoot. And she's going to be featured in the group dance since it's acro. So this is the first time in Dance Moms history that Mackenzie has two dances. Two dances, yeah. And you can tell that Melissa is shitting herself. <laughs> you, I mean, look, I would be shitting myself <laughs> over my seven-year-old. That's not shady. <laughs> Melissa, um, but you can tell Melissa's shitting herself because she's like, <laughs> two dances. Yeah, but do you see her? She's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know. Yeah. All right, so now the group... Uh, is everyone, including Brooke, Brooke, somehow that whole storyline of getting Brooke back on the team is gone. Brooke's just in the dance. She's doing Arabian Nights. And um, then Abby goes straight into Chloe. That's when they did an acro dance, though, because next week she could probably say, oh, Brooke, you like, we're good in the acro dance, so you're back on the team or whatever. And I don't know if that's what happens, but me watching it, like, I would think that that would be a way to for sure that Brooke would be okay in the dance because it's an acro dance. And she's yeah. That, so yeah. Uh, true. That could be they true. Use that. So now Abby says, Chloe, I know acrobatics is not your forte, but your mom has stood at the desk and told me on several occasions that you have your standing back tuck. So that's how the number is going to start. I'd like to point out, I am willing to bet my house that I never stood at the front desk and said, Chloe has a standing back tuck. <laughs> I well, might've she- said, Chloe is working on it, but I would have never said that. But even if she would just got it, I mean, you can't start a dance on stage. I'm thinking if you told her that it was like, you came out of the gymnastics room and was like, Chloe just did her back tuck. And that could have been it. So doing your back tuck one time is not the same as let's put it in this, in a dance with six other girls doing it at the same time. Right. Like, yes. That is a very valid point. And that could have been what it was. Like me being like, I can oh see God. that we always used to do that. Come out and be, go to the stop at the, as you're walking by the front desk. Hey, and gymnastics tonight, like as you're walking out, 
hey, in gymnastics tonight, Chloe got did her back tuck. Right, because you're like, excited. Yeah, not being like, hey, it's good. Like, we should put it in a dance. But that just goes to show, like, that is an evil move by Abby because she knows that Chloe's not confident yeah. in it. She knows that it's going to upset me because honestly, if you're not confident in a standing back tuck, you can break your fucking neck. Like, or your foot, like Paige. Or your foot. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you can get seriously injured doing something like that and then you combine nervousness and stuff yeah so that's why I went heated right away I'm like absolutely not you are not doing that to her and stressing her out because the minute she says it Chloe's like holy shit (laughs) and I said you are not performing that type of group or performing that type of trick and um and I say Abby's telling Chloe she's starting the group dance with the standing back tuck really sets me off Abby knows that Chloe's not confident in the standing back tuck so she's setting her up to fail they always wanted me to say like setting up to fail. Cause that was yeah. kind of the storyline, but it yeah. was Abby is fucking with Chloe's head. Oh, she was just being a bitch. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, and I just probably couldn't say that. Um, so then Abby asked Chloe and Chloe's like, no, I'm not confident in doing my well, Chloe was looking at you like, mom, what do I say? <laughs> well, and at that point, Abby as an adult and a leader and a mentor and a second mom and all of that should look at this kid and be like, well, I would never endanger you. But no, she keeps going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I bring up the fact that the last time Abby asked somebody to do their standing back tuck, Paige broke her foot. And I'm like, Chloe's not doing it. And then Abby's like, I did not tell Paige to do her standing back tuck. And then we get a clip of Paige going, or Abby saying, I want to see your standing back tuck to Paige. <laughs> when it's on camera, we have evidence, ladies. I'm just- Yeah, but they, then they show her- when it happened, don't do it. Saying, don't do it. But she did tell them to do it. I know she did. I was sitting there. Yeah. Then you all calm. You must have been on like some sort of a drug because you're like, but the more we sit here and argue, I, the less we have to practice. I like started that. Time. I can't imagine me saying that. And you're so calm. I'm like, wait a minute. Kelly's yeah. on drugs. Yeah, I must have been because I don't know why I would have said that. Yeah, and then Abby's like, I'm not arguing. I invited a child to do a trick that her mother said she could do. I'm like, oh, God. So blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, I wanted you to do a solo this week, Chloe, but I'm reconsidering it because of your mother's behavior. Protecting my daughter. Okay. So then she tells us to shoo um, and the girl. Oh, and this is funny. She's like, maybe you should watch your kids instead of your phones. That used to fucking burn Abby's. I know. And you know what? It used to make me want to just sit there and be on my phone, like not even like be doing anything on it, mm-hmm. just like holding it up and pissing her off. It pissed oh, her off. She doesn't look up there. Well, if you don't look up there, how do you know we're on our phones? Uh, yep. But oh my God, she used to scream at production. How dare they be on their phones when you're making me work? Meanwhile, in later seasons, she's in the room teaching children and she doesn't look up from her phone. Yeah. <laughs> like we were sitting, sitting on the cheese log and there was another person in there, usually nine times out of 10, working with the girl. Yeah. Exactly. And then on camera for three minutes. Uh-huh. Oh, now we see Abby. She's starting the group dance Arabian Nights and she tells us in her interview, the group routine has elements of contortion, acrobatics, gymnastics, and tumbling. It has it all complete with authentic hands. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. I'm almost certain this is offensive to some culture somewhere. Cause like nobody cared about cultural appropriation in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. in 2023, I'm like, 
sure these hands are offensive to someone. So uh-huh. let's call them the authentic hands. Let's call them the whitewashed interpretation of what we think is authentic hands. And well, you, we'll know, you know what I thought was funny? And I didn't really think of it in, until I watched it, but she brought, she made such a big thing about this hand holding your hands thing or whatever. And then the second we go upstairs, I say, she's going to yell. She's going to be picking on Paige about her arms because of her newly arms. And not two minutes later, she does. Mm-hmm. And then remember that. Cause I'll go back. I want to go to something whenever they perform the dance. Okay. I'll tell you something else. <clears throat> So we're sitting upstairs and Jill is wearing fabulous fur. So drink. Yay, Jill and her fur never let us down. And she re- that's a repeat, ain't it? Probably. Has- yeah, probably. And Melissa's like, I don't even get it. No idea what she's talking about. And then I'm like, was it wrong that I stood up for Chloe? And Holly's like, no, but you did fall right into Abby's trap. <laughs> she, she knew you was going to, or you would react that way. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> And you and I are talking about how the group will be a challenge for the girls. Cause again, you say Paige has noodly arms and I say, Chloe really isn't a gymnast or an acrobat. Um, and I just to point out later though, Chloe was totally fine in this dance. Just like your kids are totally fine turning. So yeah. they, they kids can do these dances. It's just when we say this isn't their strong suit, Chloe's not going to go out and do an acro solo. She's going to do what she's good at, but can she hold her own in this dance? Sure. Just like the other girls who aren't turners can hold their own in a group dance with turns. So I just want people to know that. And of course, because it's Chloe, I'm more aware of it, but we say it every week with all of them. They could all do all styles. Yes. Okay. So um, then Jill asked Melissa if Maddie is jealous of Mackenzie and I always think it's funny, and I think it's because we know Melissa, but anytime she's nervous, she puts words in people's mouth. Do you ever notice that? Yeah. Yeah, because she's like, oh, no, 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 Maddie isn't jealous of her sister. She's so proud of her, Uh, but then she gets stressed out. Well, how does Melissa know that Maddie is proud of Mackenzie for being at the top of the pyramid when we walked out of pyramid and she didn't talk to Matt? Do you know what I mean? I think she just assumed. Yeah of her sister or whatever you know and she could have been proud of her after the group but maybe that's not the best example but I do know Melissa well enough that when she is nervous she does tend to do that yeah um, so that tells me right there that Maddie probably is stressed out and then <laughs> Holly goes Melissa I suggest that you get some of Christy's spunk that she had in pyramid <laughs> Holly Christy's spunk that's a nice way of saying like you're her craziness Yes, but I like spunk. And then I say, and I still stand by this. I don't know how she can just sit there and not say anything. And it's really going to be apparent in the dressing room. We we always say that. Yeah, but oh my God. Obviously you and I don't, can't tell how she does that because we obviously are not very good at that. No, we are the worst at that. We're at the top of the pyramid for shutting our mouths. Yeah. Or not shutting our mouths, I should say. Uh, and then Melissa says, it's been a few weeks and Maddie still hasn't had a solo. It's hard, but Maddie knows she'll get one eventually. Uh, meanwhile, everybody else is like, fuck yeah, break. Uh, <laughs> and then Melissa's like, I'm going to talk to Abby after rehearsal. 
So we're in studio A, Abby and the girls are rehearsing and she dismisses them. And then Melissa comes in and she's like, Ab, can I talk to you? And that right there should tell you where their relationship is different than any of our relationships with Abby. If I say Ab in an interview, I'm usually being sarcastic, but, but they are, they are close at this point. So Melissa's like, Hey, Ab, could you imagine like Jill walking in there like Ab? But, but I love how she's Abby, her response is like, you know, yeah. Like, what do you want? Or whatever. When we walk in there, like, what? Wait, what you cut out? What do you, what? Uh, Abby's like, when she opens the door, she's like, oh yeah. What do you, what do you need? Or whatever. And when we open the door, it's like, what do you want? You're not allowed to open the door. Don't step on my $68,000 floor. So Melissa's like, Maddie wants a solo to prove she can win. And Abby says, Maddie was just had a duet with Kendall. And while she danced better than Kendall, she also didn't blow Abby away. And again, I just want to point out, like Abby says this shit on TV because she wants everybody. It's like these little subliminal messages. Maddie was better. Chloe's regressed. Kendall sucked. Brooke is, you know, uh, mean. She's moody. It's just like she keeps saying these things. And that's why these stereotypes are like still on our, our kids' back. Yeah. Um, so Melissa says, Maddie, they're arguing. And Melissa has said a couple of times, Maddie is special. She is special. She is special. And Abby starts shouting, why wouldn't the kid that had the potential to make it, to have a career in this business, not have her own integrity, her own ambition to get out of the car and walk in? Because she's a kid listening to her mother. Yes, she's nine. <laughs> yeah. And then Melissa, she wanted to come in. What kind of parent were you not to let her? She's teaching her kid a different value than like, I'm going to shit all over everybody. Part of our contract. Yeah. But also like, I I don't know, like take the contract out of it. Like, let's not break the fourth wall. Let's just look at it as like what it could be. You're teaching your kid that fucking over everybody else. Isn't the only answer in life. You don't just kill, like stomp on people to get ahead. Sometimes you look out for others and that's okay. What we were doing. No, I know. not to be like me, but we all had the same contract. So we all had to stand by what we were wanting changed. Yep. So we were doing, so that is exactly what she was teaching her. And like Melissa wanted a better contract just as much as anybody else. Exactly. exactly. So, um, you know, Abby's listing out all the things that she's ever done for Maddie. And she's like, you're the only mom that Abby called during the protest. And she's like, you risked Maddie's special status for Brooke and Paige, Brooke and Paige, Brooke and Paige. And she says that she would have never called Sophia if Maddie had been in the studio. But here's the funny thing is Abby has gone on record recently being like, I always thought that out of any of the kids, I would have been close with Paige. I would have been in her wedding. You were sitting here saying that Paige is not worth anything multiple times, but you thought that Paige was going to stay close to you. Yeah. Like why should she have you at her wedding when you you're sitting here telling somebody else, why would you do anything for somebody like Brooke and Paige? But yet you, you thought you're going to stay close. Well, somebody was saying that shit about me. I certainly wouldn't have them at my wedding. <laughs> no, me either. Um, and she's, and Melissa's like, we all make mistakes, Abby. I've been committed to this studio. What Melissa wants to say is like, I've paid for a lot of fucking shit here. Just so we all know. I, I mean, like, I'm probably committed to the studio more than Melissa was, I would have to say. 
but well, you just weren't oh and another thing is this where they showed the flashback of us go abby coming into the parking lot and saying to melissa like get out of the car or whatever i don't think so but i don't know maybe why because I wanted to bring it up. They, they show a flashback of Abby coming into, she walks out and goes into the van and says, like, Melissa, why are you doing this for Kelly or for Broken Page? And it's my van. Like, we're sitting in my van and Abby comes into it. And I'm like, okay, so you guys are boycotting because of me, but, but you're sitting in my van. Like, did you go to the standoff? No, you weren't there. I obviously was there. We were in my van. Yeah, I guess. I don't remember you being there, but maybe you were. I don't know. But my van is sitting there and Abby comes out to my car and says, and we didn't do it as a pickup. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. And then uh, Abby says- I still own that van today. (laughs) Uh, You're a maniac. You hurt your own kid. You didn't hurt her. Wait, you didn't hurt me. No solo this weekend. Okay, she just told Melissa, you didn't hurt me. But in like two scenes, she's going to tell the nine-year-old how much she hurt her. Cried to her. Yeah. Uh, And then she says, there's no way, Melissa, you did this to Maddie, not me. No, you're doing it. You could let it go. Um, So Melissa leaves. She goes into the den and she's like, come on, girls, let's get ready. She's obviously upset. Abby and Gianna are at the front desk. And Gianna asks Abby, who will do the other solo this week? And Abby says that Melissa just asked for Maddie to do solo. And Gianna's like, no, no. Like, since when is Gianna calling shots on that, you know? Exactly, yeah. I don't think Gianna had much say in any of that. No, but like the way she said it, it was real snotty. Like, no, she's not doing it. No. Um, Again, you guys ask about Gianna. Here's what you need to know. Gianna is one of the only people who has ever danced at that studio who is still still speaks to Abby. 99% of her former dancers don't. So that's and they're traumatized by her. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like Gianna I told you the story about the one girl, she heard her voice on TV and like dropped her dishes because it like, she was like that voice, you know? So <laughs> however, Abby treated the kids, Gianna treated them all exactly the same. So if she was good to you, Gianna was good to you. If Abby didn't like you, Gianna didn't like you so and that's I'm not being shady I'm telling you the facts yeah okay so um Maddie walks out of the den or yeah she hears actually oh yeah it is Maddie and she goes back into the den and she's like Melissa they're talking or mom they're talking about me and then Maddie's crying probably she's crying because she hears them talking about her and she's like I want a solo they're walking out and in the parking lot, Melissa's like, Maddie, you work hard. You don't miss classes. You're a good girl. And it, it's just like emotional manipulation. Like the whole yeah. thing is. So now we have two days of competition. We're back in the studio. And of course, we're having an extra acrobatics class. So we can see how shitty Chloe is an acro. And Abby in her interview says, we teach acrobatics, gymnastics at the studio every single day. But she feels the kids need an extra class just to get through the tricks that I'm going to use in this routine. You know, like that standing back handspring and a chin stand that they haven't been doing since they were three. Yeah. And uh, so they're doing some stuff and Chloe kind of struggles with her front aerial. And Abby's like, Chloe is the one whose mother thinks she can do a back tuck. And I'm like, oh, for God's sakes. 
So then in front of everyone, Abby says to Chloe, you're so crooked. All that alignment from the left split comes out in everything you do. What? <laughs> okay. Um, so Chloe's crying and this is when Brooke comforts her. And it's just because they all know how that feels. I know. And Melissa says, why is Chloe crying upstairs? And I said, because Abby's awful to her. And I said, what you want? One free punch at Abby's face. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> A year later, you got it. You slapped her. Yes, I know. And I said, you know what? Abby's not happy unless she's humiliating someone. I think that's true. I, I agree. Definitely. And then in her interview, Abby said, Chloe struggled in acrobatic class. She's not flexible for acrobatics and she's not strong for gymnastics. But if I put a standing back tuck in this routine, everyone has to do it. Again, opportunity to say mean things. Nia has bad feet. Other dances we do, everybody always does different things. Do you know what I mean? Like the turn, you know, Brooke does a chin stand, Paige does a kick, like what, whatever everybody does. So why didn't she do that in this? Well, because she wants to torture Chloe and she is a freaking gloat goat in this, in this interview. She's like gloating so much she's like everybody has to do it so now they start doing the group routine jill's asking about solos melissa says that she thinks chloe has one and i'm like well that's news to me um and i said well abby said that she was supposed to have one in pyramid but i haven't heard anything and then jill and melissa start talking about uh maddie getting a solo and melissa says you know abby started throwing all the things that she's ever done for maddie and melissa's face and that Melissa's ungrateful. And Melissa's like, hey, I've done plenty for Abby. And that died me now. I say, Abby's behavior is ungrateful for all the things that Melissa's done for her over the years. I'm trying to like rally Melissa. You know, this woman owes you. Yeah. And you set it up that way. <laughs> you yeah. know? And uh, we all say that we're glad that she stuck it out with us in the parking lot because we know it was hard for Melissa. But again, Melissa benefited from that. Yeah. It wasn't like she did it for someone else. Like that was a direct, uh, yeah. a direct benefit to Melissa. Yeah. So, um, Holly then says, don't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently. I asked Mint Mobile's legal team. If big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation, they said, yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com botox cosmetic out botulinum toxin a fda approved for over 20 years so talk to your specialist to see if botox cosmetic is right for you for full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kelly, what would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? What would you do? I know you're not reading a book. <laughs> I think I would do take an hour for therapy. Just to really? do something for myself. Oh, I'm a therapy lover. I do like therapy. I've been a big therapy convert. I don't know. I think Dan's mom's um introduced me to the need for therapy. And I honestly feel that um making myself a priority and speaking to someone that's just about me really helps me to find out what matters to me so that I can do more of it. So I'm actually a huge, huge believer and I'm a huge lover of BetterHelp. That's where my therapist is. I have used them for years. I love it. Um, It makes me feel really good to speak to somebody who helps me with my coping skills. One of the biggest things for me that I've learned to do is how to set boundaries because I've struggled with that my whole life. I don't shocker, right? But it's it just is a place where I feel safe talking to someone about the things that matter most and most to me. And it gives me an outlet to focus on me without feeling guilty. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. Regret what you did. A true friend would not be treating you or your children this way. And she's talking about Abby to Melissa and Melissa's crying. And then Melissa's like, I really am beginning to wonder if I made the right decision walking out with the moms. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. She finally feels some of the heat that we always felt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was great. And then I think Maddie's feeling it too. I think that's why Maddie's so upset, like not having a solo or somebody getting the, the praise for this. It's hard. Right. Or even being mad at you. That's stressful. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And so she, now Melissa goes downstairs and I say, I find it funny that Melissa feels upset and mad. And you say, my kid's always a backup dancer and my kids never get a solo. And I point out that I say, you know, Chloe gets solos often uh, and some girls do go months without a solo. But I found out that Melissa was starting to second guess her choice to stick with the moms during the silent protest. And uh, my hair is awful. I look like Miss Piggy. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, nobody twisted your arm and told you to stick by us uh, or Melissa to stick by us. I said, she chose to do that. Sometimes it's more important to teach your daughter to do the right thing than to be on top of the pyramid and get a solo. I just said that earlier, but again, this whole protest benefited Melissa. Yeah, it's the same for all of us. It wasn't benefiting one of us more than any others. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It benefited her. And honestly, I don't think Melissa would have put her or her kids through this if it wasn't beneficial to her. Exactly. Yeah. At all. 
So now we're back in Studio A and Abby tells the girls that the group routine had better do well, but Chloe, I need you to stay. And I'm like, oh God, Chloe looks like she wants to vomit. And so do I. At this point, like she did not want to be alone with Abby. And she says to Abby, I don't, or Abby says to Chloe, I don't think you deserve a solo. How do you really feel? Uh I don't think you deserve them. I'm going to give you one. No, what she wants to say is, but the producers are forcing me to, and I have to go along with it. Yeah. Uh, and then Abby's like, what am I going to do? I'm between a rock and a hard place. Chloe, I'm giving your solo back. What she means is I'm being forced by the network to let Chloe do a solo and I don't really want to. She could have very easily given it to anybody else. Or Maddie. Yeah. What is happening? Okay. So, yes. Um, <clears throat> okay. So now, uh, you know, after that fabulously uh, inspiring words of encouragement and reward. There, Abby tells Chloe, we're starting your solo late this evening and we're leaving tomorrow on the bus. <laughs> and you yeah. should have already been finished learning your solo by now, but I'm going to fuck with you and make sure that you have the least amount of time possible and then scream at you when you don't win. Oh, she didn't say all that? Is that just implied? Okay. Yes. Okay, great. We just know that. And then she says, now the theme of your solo is haunted. It's scary, it's dark, and the movement is similar to what you just did in the group. And then she goes in her interview, Chloe really has to be an actress to pull off this routine. She needs to be a haunted character. The best way to think about that is by thinking of your mother. <laughs> She's such a bitch. I'd like to point out, I'm not ghosty. I'm a witch. <laughs> I have witch tendencies. Yes. And so I'm like, I love watching Chloe dance. I think every time Chloe steps on stage, it helps make her a better dancer. So I was really glad Abby finally bucked up, was the grown up about it and admitted, or yes, let Chloe, that Chloe earned the solo regardless of my behavior. And now Abby's like, Chloe, it's not okay to make up your own things and just keep going. This is unacceptable now. That was for a little kid. I will see you tomorrow morning, ready to get on that bus. And I want perfection. I don't think she even had learned the whole dance at this point. Oh, really? No, she just started it. We were leaving, but she doesn't want her to make anything up on stage. But if you do forget, keep going. And tomorrow morning when you get on the bus, it better be perfection, even though it's not done yet. So that's a couple of contradictions. Want to have a drink? Because I need one. Oh, God. So now Abby is in the dancer's den and she asks to speak to Maddie in Studio C. And in her interview, Maddie says, I just wanted Miss Abby to understand that, like, I love to dance and I think I want it more than anyone else. So in the studio, Abby asked Maddie why she was crying in the car last night. Maddie says she wanted to ask Abby if she could have a solo. And she says, I feel like this is my home. And Maddie, this is when she's doing her hands crazy. Yes. Hands are ringing. She's a mess. And Abby cuts her off and she's like, every opportunity I have given you came from my heart. That was awful, Maddie. I don't deserve that. I didn't deserve any of it. There's always another kid. There's always somebody else. But we love you. We were ready to work with you. And you sat out there and starts crying. This is psychotic. This is absolutely psychotic. Because she just said to Melissa, you didn't hurt me. You hurt your kid. You didn't do that to me. And now she's telling Maddie 
I didn't deserve it. You hurt me. I don't deserve any of it. And then she says, there's always another kid. There's always someone else, but we love you. And how could you do that? This is such emotional manipulation. Yes, definitely. Like I want to throw up for Maddie. Like this kid probably doesn't know she's coming or going. And like Abby always says that she's like their second mom. I mean, she loved Maddie. And I think this made Maddie feel like she let somebody really important down. Well, I mean, imagine, I, I mean, she, can you just imagine how she felt? No, she was. And and I know because my kids felt that way doing a lot of things. Like when they listened to what I told them to do, like you're not doing your solo because it, this is like unfair treatment or whatever. And they're like, well, Miss Abby's going to be mad at me. Like when I called in them, well, I didn't call in when they called in like special choreographers or whatever, like I sneaked behind her back. I, I mean, it's like either you listen to your mom or you totally piss off Abby, which means your life's going to be torture. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's a hard decision for a child to make. And we used to have to put our kids in that all the time. And And it was unfair to us and it was unfair to them. They should have never had to make choose between your parent or Mm -hmm. your teacher. What, what isn't going to get you tortured? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, then Maddie starts crying and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, and it's very pathetic. And it's, it's, I don't know how you can sit there and like be cold hearted here. And so she's like, why didn't you just get out of the car and walk into the studio? And Maddie's like, I'm so sorry. She keeps crying. And then in her interview, Abby's like, Maddie, you want how many titles? How many times was she on top of that pyramid? Maddie, no solo. Think about what you've done. It's going to take a long time. Awful. Um, okay. So now we have one day to competition. Mackenzie's running her solo and Abby's wearing a headband. So that's fun. Let's have a drink. Let's get out of this dark, dark, this dark, deep. All right. So Abby's like, we need to fix your solo before a group rehearsal and competitions the next day. And then she's like, brain in the head, focused on nothing but this right now. Um, fuck. Um, so Mackenzie is Abby says Mackenzie's used to smiling and making cute little faces, but she's eight now. Abby, okay, so she's eight. She's eight. Yeah, she's eight. Abby, I want to see her showcase beautiful lines, real choreography, the ability to tell a story because Maddie was able to do it when she was eight. Okay. Again, comparing like it's not Maddie, it's Mackenzie, and it's also Maddie, not Sophia. Maddie had already had that kind of dance for like two years at that point. This is the first time you're giving that to Kenzie and not just giving her but face. Maddie's not an acrobatic either. Right. Like, like, so she didn't do the same kind of dances as Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. Like it's because they're two different kids. Just like you know, Brooks is acrobatic and Maddie's is lyrical. Like whatever it's because they're different kids. So right. Abby gives Abby stereotypes them into what kind of dance they're getting. Mm-hmm. And that's what you stick with. Mm -hmm. so upstairs we start talking about studio blue uh and I have to point out that we must have all called each other and said okay each of us need to wear the ugliest thing we own in our closet because it is a parade of ugly all five of us 
What do we have on? I don't know. But I just remember looking, I'm like, oh my God. I don't know if it's all bad individually or just look bad on camera, but it was like a fucking circus clown of disgust up there. It was like a train of ugly. (laughs) It just was so bad. I was like, oh my God. Holy ugly row of outfits. Jesus. Lovely. Oh, and then Jill starts talking about how Studio Blue will probably have beautiful costumes and they probably will be performing their routines from last year's nationals. Yes, because that's what most people did. Exactly. That's and, what we did when we weren't on the show. Uh, yeah. And then I do want to say that Holly has her hair up in a pony in her interview and she looks cute. I like her hair up. Holly looks cute in a pony. I actually, I, I always write this down. I never say it. I think Melissa's cute in a pony too. When she has her hair up, I think she looks cute. Um, so then Jill asked Melissa again, what happened last night with Abby and Maddie's talk. And I just point out like the difference in the way that Abby speaks to Maddie versus Chloe, because she had just had a conversation with Chloe and then Maddie and, um, and like, it, it is upsetting. And I'm like, you know, I'm glad it's, I'm glad for you. It's great that your kids are loved. And I said, but it's terrible for everybody else. Yeah. You know, it sucks. And it sucks when our kids see Abby crying, just like when Maddie forgot her dance. And then she's saying shit to Chloe, like, you don't deserve this solo. You know, it's just yeah. shit. So then Abby's yelling at Mackenzie in Studio A, telling her <laughs> to think, stop dancing close to the mirror. Uh, and this is the first time I really ever see Abby kind of like getting on Kenzie hard so yeah. far. Yelling at her, yeah. Yep. So now we're in the parking lot. So it looks like we left rehearsal and went right onto the bus. And um, we see your airbrushed page suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jill says in her interview, the ALDC is going to Studio Blue's home turf. I'm pretty sure they want to beat us and kick us out of there. I'm like, what made you think that? <laughs> like, exactly. Why would you think that? Yeah. And here's what's funny is now they show us going from the bus And there's not a commercial break as far as I can tell. Maybe there was like when the show aired, but it shows us like riding the bus from the studio. And then we just pull up at the competition, like all dressed, changed the next day going. And I'm like, did no time pass? This is weird. Ah. I'm like, that's odd. So we walk in, Abby tells us that the, the, our replacements are at the competition. We hear the word Abby Lee dance company about nine 1,763 times because we need to brand that on television. And then she says that the girls need to be better, stronger, fitter, smarter, finer, sharper so that they can win and talent prevails. And she's wearing a really aggressive beaded anchor necklace. Uh, The necklaces are always... Like what would make you look at a necklace with a giant anchor on it and be like, I need that. I think the lip one was the worst. Uh, you mean that was worse than the skulls? Like the nest of skulls around her neck? At least that was Halloween. No, it wasn't. It was at Christmas. Or no, no, it was in the summer at the reunion when Mackenzie's like, what? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was that summer? Yeah. No. Well, whatever. No, I, I still don't like the lips. I mean, that's something like a 12-year-old would wear lips, a lip <laughs> necklace. At or least in anchor, it's at least, you know, nautical and like maybe she had the nautical theme going on that week, but it was November in Woodbridge, Virginia. <laughs> Shut up. I'm I'm giving her credit. I don't know. I think the only trying to say something nice. 
Yeah. I, don't know. I think the only person or people who can get away with like anchor necklaces and lips are like quirky middle school art teachers. Like that's yeah. who can wear that shit. Yeah. And nobody. Or like 80 year old women like that. You mean the ones that you sit next to in bingo? Yeah. <laughs> yes, All right. So now, um, she, Abby says, you know, I wonder how much Bella and Kaylee have improved because of my tricks of the trade. And you're like, but why would you give another studio your tricks and trades? Yeah. Like why, why would you want to do that? Yeah. And then she screams at you because you quit Kelly, your kids were sitting at home. They weren't in the studio, right? You didn't have to give your tricks of the trade. You could have just taught them a dance. It, meanwhile, Abby always, and, and when I say that, I'm, I'm saying that because Abby has always instilled that in everybody like you never tell somebody else your your secrets yeah or and and like when you go backstage you make don't let them think you're like nervous or upset like she always instilled that and then she just goes and like does it yeah abby is that's the opposite you know how people are like "Ooh, i don't gatekeep my things Abby is the ultimate oh, gatekeeper. gatekeeper. Yeah, man. And she swallows that key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the swallowing. Yeah. <laughs> There's the swallow. Okay. Yes. She is the ultimate gatekeeper for sure. Uh, so we hear Kenzie's first to perform and she threatens her, which is always, you know, very inspiring before we dance. The pressure's on you. You won last week. Um, getting to the top is one thing saying there is another, we've never heard that before. This is all revolutionary. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie, she goes, Mackenzie's costume makes you think of the beach, but she looks scared to death. What the fuck? Like how do those two go together? <laughs> I don't think it looks like the beach. What's blue? Just blue. I mean, oh, and I don't think it looked be- like a bathing suit or something. It had like a little skirt and stuff like but, but, know, whatever. It was blue. Yeah. We'll I go mean- with or the sky or whatever you want to go with uh-huh abby remember the pressure's on i'm counting on you to win this division don't mess it up kiddo you got it you're not serious enough mackenzie and then melissa's like oh, hey, Kenzie. i'm a little nervous for mackenzie to have this style of solo she can be cutesy on stage but this type of motion is different for her and uh then kenzie says uh abby gave me a harder dance and i'm worried i'm gonna forget it but again okay. you know Mackenzie is in our group dances and a lot of times does the same thing as the other girls. So, and also just to point out, if somebody says in an interview that they're worried about something, 99% of the time that's about to happen on dance moms. Well, because we do our interviews afterwards. I know, Bill, I know I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I I got it. I know the format. <laughs> ah, just reminding people. Oh, Okay. okay. <laughs> Not you. I'm reminding our listeners. Yes. Okay. Sorry. It's not about me. I just think we're having a conversation. I forget other people are listening to this. (laughs) Isn't that scary? (laughs) I know. I know. I'm always like, oh yeah, shit. People are listening to us on the, like, you know, because we're like just bitching like we do on the phone. We're like, your point's so valid. You go, bitch. And then I'm like, oh, 7,000 people are going to write mean things about us on the internet. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, oh, somebody in one of our recent reviews said that uh Christy's a type A note taker. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, what I'm here for it. I'm like, yeah, Christy's very type A. You can't help it. 
All right. So Kenzie does her dance and she briefly freezes on stage. And then she starts dancing after Melissa starts going like this frantically with her head. I am dead at Melissa's head in that audience. I mean, I get it, but it is. Yeah. But, but go back to when Maddie forgot her dance. It was not that reaction. Mm -mm. Remember we pointed that out, how her reaction was. It was like, she was like, you know, you got it. Like, go like, it yeah. Was totally yeah. Oh, look at Nancy Drew. Kelly Drew. She knows. She knows. Um, okay, so Abby in her interview is like, dumb mistake, Mackenzie, dumb mistake. And so we go back in the room and Jill's like, How are you, Melissa? And she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And she goes, What are you gonna do? She's not Maddie. And I'm like, oh fuck, man. I'm glad Ken's didn't hear I'm that. Caring people. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I said stop saying that. That's what my note says. So Kenzie comes in, um, we all congratulate her and Melissa says she doesn't think Ken's was ready for this type of dance. And I would point out that my microphone is so visible in this scene. I look like I have a growth (laughs) It's like right here. It's like this big, it's like as big as my cup. It is sticking out. It has an antenna out of the top. I mean, nobody tried to hide that thing this week. It is awful. Um, So then Abby comes in and she's like, you look like a deer in the headlights and I'm mad at you for forgetting your choreography. And also you were ahead of the music at the end of the dance. And she just keeps going on and on. And she's like, but, but I don't want to be mean. Kept going. And she goes, I don't want to be mean. So then I don't want to be mean and nasty. I would have loved to have walked in here and have you run and hug me and be so thrilled with your performance. But that's not what you did. You were supposed to win the eight and under category, but instead you went out, you screwed up and you failed. Oof. What a pep talk. Uh-huh. And then, oh, shit. What? Here we go. She goes, Melissa, you know what? Mackenzie's not ready to do a big girl dance. I don't know what religion you are, but I'd start praying because that's all we have left. Holly- do you see our faces? <laughs> we're like. Holly wins for a face in this one for me. Yeah. You know, so now Abby starts having Chloe run her solo and I tell her, you know, oh no, Abby tells Chloe, you need to give the audience goosebumps. Um, and then Abby says to the girls, if, if you run into your replacements, be nice to them the way I taught you. She okay. on record telling people, if you see someone backstage, make them cry. Exactly. Their mother's taught them to be nice. Um, so of course, oh yeah. And then Abby says to Chloe, the kid that came in and replaced you, you're up against now. Let's go head up confident. (laughs) Here we go. She's always so encouraging. I love it. So now in the hallway, we run into, uh, the moms and the daughters who came in and replaced us. And Abby's introducing us to the girls. And there is confusion in this conversation about the girl's age. Oh my goodness. That was crazy. But yet I'm a bitch because I'm like, you don't know how old you are. Like, I mean, it was like 11 and then she like looks behind like, and then they're like, she just had a birthday. Well, if she just had a birthday, then she should really know how old she is because she just came up. She just had that many candles on her cake. Yes. And I was like, uh, and then Abby's like, oh, Chloe's also 11. Good luck. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. The girls have to ask their moms how old they are. And then they were like, well, they just had their birthday. Just what you said. 
And then Gloria goes, are you really making fun of our kids? And I'm like, no, I'm just wondering why your kids don't know their age. Because clearly we've had issues with this in the past. Yeah. Something was shaky about that. Yeah, of course. But yet, no, it's made out that we're like shady about these kids. I'm like, or we're making fun of them. Little girl even said when when she said she's 11 and she, she turned around and looked, she's like, can I say that? Or should, should I have said that? Mm-hmm. I, I think she does say that. Yeah. And then in my interview, I'm like, how do you not know how old you are? <laughs> I said, we've seen these tricks before by someone named Kathy. And those people were like 27. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny. Uh, so we're all like, good luck, good luck, good luck. And Jill goes, that was weird. It was weird. Yeah. All right. So Bella comes on. She does her solo over and over. And um, it Wait is. A minute. You, you missed the part where Abby said something about um, the kids having their jackets on their back. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. She said something about um, how the Studio Blue kids had our kids. Ab- they had Abby's name on her back or whatever. And I wanted to say like, yeah, they had Brooke's actual jacket on her back of Allie, remember? Yeah. I did. I totally missed that. I didn't hear it. At yeah. All. Yeah. She was saying something about like that. They better be as good as them. Cause they had their jackets on their back or whatever. Okay. 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 Cause you gave them to them. Right. You didn't make them earn them. Kendall had to beg for a jacket for four years. And now you you want them to like fill the shoes, but you could just give it away like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're a jacket whore. You just gave it away. They didn't even have to earn it. They didn't even have to buy you dinner. You just gave it to them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Bella does her dance and Abby says, Bella was not as good as I thought she was going to be. She never utilized her space. Uh, I think Chloe has a good shot now. Uh, 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 and then Kaylee does her solo. There's always hope. Um, Kaylee's, I, I said this last night. I think she is a dancer now. She is a gorgeous dancer. Um, and Abby says that, I mean, she's good as a little kid, but as an adult, she's stunning. Like she's stunning as an adult. Um, and Abby says, Kaylee's an incredible dancer. She's strong yet graceful. She has lovely lines and she can turn like nobody's business, which I thought was an interesting comp- comment because I, I wasn't overly like her turns weren't what stood out to me I thought it was more her legs like how pretty her yeah. legs were long legs yeah yeah and then Chloe says I'm a little bit nervous before my solo I don't really like when Miss Abby gets mad because she gets really loud and kind of scary <laughs> yeah. you think so? <laughs> I say. and uh so Chloe gets ready to go on. She basically has on the same headpiece as last week. However, I did put like a little rhinestone thing on there. And I'm just like, oh, I love a wild headpiece. Cause like anytime our kids had wild headpieces, you guys didn't really see, we would spend like four hours. So sewing it in. Yes. We were like, oh God, you cannot lose your headpiece on stage in any way, shape or form. Um, so Chloe dances and when she comes out, I think she looks very regal. Like she does. She carries herself well. I, I thought the solo was eh. And I, I really think it could have been better, but she looked unsure of it because she fucking learned it that day. Yeah. yeah. Or the day before. Yeah. You no. Know? And so I think the stuff she did was good, but I'm like, 
I always want to say to people, like if you gave them five days instead of four, exactly. it would make such a difference. Like you would have the time to do the facials and all well, the you, wouldn't, you wouldn't hesitate in between moves because you would know yeah, it would be smooth. Yeah. You'd flow. Yeah. And I think that was the problem with her solo is it was choppy because she was trying to remember it. Yeah. Which I mean, I give her credit. I forget it every week. Um, and so I say that Chloe did well, but she danced better in the studio. And I agree with that. Um, and then Chloe walks in, the girls give her a hug. I start getting Chloe ready for the group routine. And then Abby comes in and she asks me my opinion on Chloe's performance. And I, I was combative with Abby. I wasn't rude. I just say, I thought she danced better in the studio. I hate when she asks for people's opinions because there's no right answer. No. And I say, I do agree that she needs to get back to being a great soloist. And then she immediately turns to you because she loves to try to drive a wedge between people. And she's like, I'm sorry, Kelly, if this offends you, but Chloe's future can't be at the expense of your two kids. Melissa, you can tell the other moms all about this. And I'm actually really happy at this point that this is deflected onto Melissa and I get a pass out now. Like I'm no longer the center of this. So great. Mm. Um, And so she goes, I'm still being blamed. I hate that. She goes in hard on Melissa. She's like, you're more worried about your friendships with these women than your own kids. Just like you were more worried about a guy instead of your own kids. I can't believe she said that. I couldn't either. And she went from one husband to another instead of just worrying about your kids. And you see me, I'm doing Chloe's hair. Do you see? I look up and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't believe she said that. I couldn't either. And uh, I am shocked. And Melissa starts crying. And Melissa's like, my kids do come first. We have a happy household. And Abby says, well, Maddie doesn't look very happy to me right now. No, Maddie is crying because you are her mother and And, and her dad and her soon to be stepdad. Like, and she says, I think Sophia rocked her world. One more thing. All of you kids, you need to listen up. If one person really has the dreams and passion to do this for a living, nothing should get in your way. This whole thing, I'm like, God. They could not have all given up their childhoods if they didn't want this. Uh, I, yes. So to say that only one of the kids wanted it is a crock of shit because I don't know any child out there that would have gave up going to birthday parties, being able to go out for Halloween and doing all that if you didn't want to do it. Yeah, but I, here's what I'm I'm going to tell you. I bet you there's a million listeners right now screaming, I would have wanted it as a kid. Yes, you wanted it because it seemed glamorous, but after probably 40,000 weeks of it, you'd be like, hmm, this isn't all you thought it would be. You wanted it too. Until it was like you were having panic attacks every time your teacher walks in the room. Right. <laughs> like, of course, everybody wants to be on TV. Yeah, but then when you do it for a year and you it starts affecting your life, yeah what I'm saying emotions and it kind of changes yeah but they were still there Melissa tells her to stop crying Maddie to stop crying and Abby gets mad at Melissa for not listening and Abby keeps going nothing should get in their way not your personal life not their dad's personal life not some other kid it has nothing to do with that Maddie needs to focus the dance studio is the place that she thinks of as her home and you ripped her out of there you let her sit in a parking lot for 12 hours I feel sorry for Maddie. She had a good thing going, Melissa. You did your kid an injustice. She's driving a wedge between Melissa and her child. Yeah. And then she talks about 
you know, all of these disrespectful mothers. If you watch in this scene, we are all respectful to her. I was respectful. Melissa yeah. was like, hey, I have a happy house. Stop fucking coming for me. And she gets up to leave. Maddie runs behind the changing curtain. And Melissa's like, stop crying, stop crying. And Jill really fucking goes at Melissa. And I'm happy she did. Yeah. Like, she usually okay. does. It's usually on Melissa's side. Yeah. She's like, it's okay. Let her cry. And Melissa's like, no. She has all this makeup on. It's not okay to cry because there's no reason. Let this kid cry. Like well, we see all the time. She never wanted her to cry on camera. She always made her go behind the curtain or go into the bathroom and whatever. And Jill's like, she's upset. That woman just berated her mother, her father, everybody. You should be upset too. And you should have put a stop to that woman saying all of that. And Melissa just gets up. She shakes her head. She goes over to Maddie. And she's like, you know what? It is what it is. I have a wonderful life. And Jill's like, you let Abby do that. And she said, I'm not going to upset my child. And Jill's like, Abby already upset her. knows that if she says something or speaks back to Abby, then Maddie's going to be tortured longer. Like next week, Maddie won't have a solo. If Melissa would have opened her mouth and stood up for her child and for her family life, Maddie would not have had a solo next week Hmm. because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And that's why our kids are punished. That's why Melissa is not doing that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know who in whose eyes, which is right and which is wrong. I I mean, you and I always stood up what we felt was right for our kids and our family. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I just think like you stick up for your kid. Like uh, you don't let that woman say that kind of thing, but. All right. So now Abby won't come back in the room and the girls are getting ready to do the group. And of course, somehow I turn into the teacher and you're like, Christy never took a dance lesson in her life. And now she's running there and they have to go out there and get first. And I do say, I might not be a dance teacher, but I've watched enough dance in my life to know what looks good and what looks bad. You know, I'm like, Oh God. Uh, and you know, I would not have said that about you. First of all, they, no. they really had me say that because yeah, but I hadn't taken it. I mean, I've known you since Chloe was three and that both of us have always made all of our kids corrections and worked with them. Like that's how they got to, you know, Abby never took this extra time for them. So I would have never said that like meanly about you. No, I don't but care. I'm but, that but, you know, like somebody did your, your interview before me and you said that I know I'm not a dance teacher so they needed somebody to say Christy's not a dance teacher just yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. that's what I'm assuming happened so they're like say say Christy's not a dance teacher how can she do that yeah yes correct um but I thought it was really cute before the girls went on stage because we like had this big group huddle hug of all the moms and all the kids and I'm like oh look at us we're so cute I know we were cute All right, so now we're out on stage and Studio Blue does their group routine called Autumn Leaves. How about all the petals on the stage? Yeah. You were allowed to do that. I don't, I thought that too. If anything fell, if like you had a costume on that had feathers on it and a feather fell, they had somebody come out with a big ass broom sweeping the stage because nobody slipped on it or whatever. They had petals all over the whole stage. Yeah. I was surprised that was allowed. I was too. And I actually, this is going to be like a hot take. I didn't think that dance was that good. I thought it was, oh, I I mean, it was beautiful lyrical dance, but 
like the way Abby made it out to me that, okay. I shouldn't say, I don't think that dance was that good. Let me rephrase that. I didn't think that they were so together in that dance for a dance that had compete or practiced for so long. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I mean. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, cause I forgot that we didn't win this. And when I watched it, cause they showed that first, I was like, oh, it's all right. Like, I wasn't like, holy shit, we're getting our asses beat. Usually studio blues dances are really good. Right. Right. And I, again, when they have a dance like that, that they've clearly been rehearsing, I expected it to be more together. Yeah. And Abby's like, I was totally moved by the number. I thought it was outstanding. They did it with grace. This dance was an advanced routine. And again, our interviews are after we saw the results. Yeah. So then Paige in her interview says, Oh God. I think it's important that we beat them because Miss Abby always says your replacements are better than you. And I want to prove that we're better than them. Paige. <laughs> Oh, so our girls go out and start Arabian nights. And I just want to point out those fucking abs on every one of those girls. I'm like, damn, like when I think about, I need to go to the gym. I just need to go to a dance class because dancers have the best bodies, even 10 year olds, like they're cut. Yeah. So they do the dance. And uh, I'd like to point out that Chloe did everything in the dance that she was supposed to, including the back I the point out. You want to know what I want to point out? About Paige's arms? No. What about him? I don't know. You said you were going to bring something up later. No. Well, I I think they wanted Paige to screw this dance up. Why? Because first of all, because she kept saying about her arms. Okay. Well, then if you watch the dance and you know, Abby, like I know Abby. Okay. Now, if you had a lineup of girls and they were all doing a chin stand and holding it, Abby would have had that formation Where and Brooke, Brooke would have been on the very end because she could hold it the longest. Yep. Then it would have been whoever, you know, and it would have went down to who yep. held it the least. Yep. She had Paige and Mackenzie at the end. I they saw obviously that. wanted Paige or Mackenzie to mess that up because the re- the way just having yep. Brooke being first was like ding right there. Like they definitely wanted someone to screw up. Uh-huh. falling down from that chin stand. And I'm so glad that it did not happen. Yes. So kudos, Paige and Kenzie, you did it. That but I, I don't think I realized that when we were filming or in doing it, I just noticed it because I was watching closely. Like, yeah. I don't even think I realized Paige was at one end and Brooke was at the other, but. No, but that's a hot, you're definitely been. You that, the minute you start, as, so, as soon as you said, how would you, I'm like, oh, who was she setting up? Because yeah. I know that. I, it could have been anybody that she was trying to set up. It was just the fact that Brooke was first because Brooke would have yeah. never yeah. been the first one to come down from something. Even no. in Brooke's videos, if they did handstands, Brooke was always left because Brooke was the one that could always hold them the longest. So it would go like one would come down, the other one would come down, then Brooke would come down because she could hold it. Yes. So that would have made sense for Brooke to be on the opposite end. Yes. And it, I, I seriously think they wanted someone to fall out of that so it would have conflict well and also speaking of that which makes more sense too is that they had Mackenzie doing a special trick in that um because she's like you're featured in this dance and this was the week that Kenzie had two dances for the first time Brooke normally would have been the one doing the featured acro stuff in an acro dance Uh and they had Kenzie doing it versus Brooke so yeah you're right and and Honestly, 
it worked out because Kenzie screw, screwed up and I'm using air quotes her solo. Yeah. So yeah. But isn't that funny? So all of you listeners, as you're listening to this, this is why Kelly and I watch the show differently because we know. Exactly. But, and this is one of the things I want to say too. People say, was it scripted or did they make things happen? No, they didn't. But that's the way things could happen is that that Abby knows in her brain, Brooke can hold it. So let's put her first because one of these other dipshits are going to fall out. So that's how they kind of made things happen without really making things happen. Yes. I'm actually surprised because of the back tuck situation. She didn't put Chloe on the end. To like yeah. scream at her. That- and, and it could have very easily been because Chloe is supposed to do a solo next week or something or a duet with Maddie or something. And if she would have messed up, then it would have screwed yeah. that up. You know yeah. what I mean? There, there was always something making of the reason of why they wanted something to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And there had to be like a victory or. Yeah. Or totally screw up or whatever. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally agree. And look, here's the thing. I know there are billions of production notes out there. I want to state for the record I personally have never looked at any of those. I am only talking about things from what I know in my perspective. And so oh, yeah, like that is only my opinion. I have right. no idea if that's true, but it makes so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. And if you know Abby. Yeah. Just yeah. like when I would watch Abby take eight turns out of Chloe solo and be like, don't do more than two. Well, I know right there she's not winning because she doesn't have the level of difficulty of somebody with eight turns. And that's why I'm like, well, her choreography sucks. Does her choreography suck? No. But is she capable of more? Yes. Does Abby know that? Yes. Is Abby setting it up for failure? Yes. But just when people don't know that, they think we're just bitching. Yeah. All right. So now um, mm, we go to awards and Kenzie Solo places third in the minis. And Abby's like, she goes from first to third in six days. What went wrong? She was clearly outdanced. Or you didn't give her one of her solos that she's strong at. That she's used to. But, but even that, I mean, again, like I said about Paige getting third, I think Kenzie was the youngest in the age category. So getting third when you're the youngest in the age category is pretty good, I think. And learning your dance in two days. And doing a completely different type of dance that you don't do. Well, she does those in the group dance. Similar group dances. So, I mean, I I don't, I don't think that, but I mean, she learned it in two days and she's at the bottom of her age category. So I think that's pretty damn good getting third. Yeah. Now we go into junior solos and fourth place is Bella. Chloe gets second. And in Abby's interview, she says, if Chloe had worked over break, if she had her mother being nice and sweet and paying her bills on time, Chloe would have been first. Chloe would have been amazing. It always goes back to paying the bills. Pay the bills. And if if I was nice and sweet, Chloe would have danced better. (laughs) It's she's stupid. It's actually stupid. Nice and sweet to me. Mm -hmm. And P.S. I did pay my bills on time. I have to keep saying it because she keeps. At this point, we were not even paying our bills. Lifetime did. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, like whatever, Abby. Yeah. So then, Bella. Uh, or no, Kaylee got first and uh, Abby loved it, you know, because Chloe lost. 
Then we get to the uh, junior small group awards. Our, our Arabian nights got fourth and our faces are like, holy fuck. Cause we weren't getting fourth at that point. No, no. Yeah. And she, Oh, I think the dance, I don't think it was technically as hard as it could have been, but that was so everybody could do the same thing, right. but I thought it was good. And P.S., just like you said, everybody uh, had their own special parts in the other dances. I think they really leaned into that in this and she didn't. Yeah. But I mean, I thought they were together and stuff. And I mean, there's not a lot of groups that all of the kids can do, say, a chin stand or a back handspring. the line of standing back handspring step outs. Yeah. So you know? I don't know. I, I thought it was a pretty good dance. I liked it. I liked the dance. I did. Um, but Abby in her interview, I don't know what to say. It was humiliating. I was humbled by the experience. Could that have been the first time Abby's ever been humbled? Probably. Probably. All right. So now we're in the dressing room. The moms congratulate the girls when we come in, but we know what's coming. So Abby walks in and she's mad at the girls. Cause she's like, you went from national champions against amazing dancers to being four, four. And I said, if they did the routine to the best of their ability, then who's responsible here? You. Because they did. I don't think anybody screwed the dance up. No. And then Abby screamed at me that it was Chloe's back tuck that ruined the dance. So she didn't even do in the dance. Chloe screwed it up. But her back tuck, the the phantom back tuck. That's why she screwed it up because we couldn't put it in because she couldn't do it. Right. And then... um, I say, Chloe clearly wasn't ready to do our back tuck. Maybe Abby should look at the real reason we got fourth place. Bad choreography. <laughs> and uh, and then I hate this. She Abby turns to Chloe and she's like, Chloe, take a little reality check and imagine if you were equally as flexible on the right as the left and you were on time every single Monday. I want to punch her. I want to punch her at this point because again, she's just propelling this narrative. Um And then I say, Chloe is late because of school. I'm like, she is late because of school. And Abby's like, you need to get her early out, um, early dismissals. And then she says, Christy, stop making excuses for your kid. Chloe's in school. Like She said it about my kid last week or whatever. Like, school is important. I'm so glad that I didn't pull my kid out to not go to school. Wait, and then she's like, do you have a great kid? Yes, every parent in America has a great kid. And I'm like, school is not an excuse. It's school. And then she turns- Are you glad that you stayed in school? Like I am, like, I mean, and you know, like I look back, I I was thinking about it yesterday or the day before actually. I I never watched TikTok. Well, I was watching some of Paige's TikToks and she said something about- um, Somebody had seen her out and they're like, you know, why are you going to college? Like if, if you're famous, mm-hmm. Paige is like, well, like, I don't know. She's like, like, you should just be doing Instagramming and stuff. And Paige was like, you know, you never know what's going to happen with that kind of stuff. So she wants sure. some career or something to fall back on. And then like yesterday I was watching the news and they have this like writer's strike and all this kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that is so important. And I'm so glad that my kid isn't relying on being on a TV show or something that they both have degrees. They have options because who knows what's happening with this industry? 
So if we wouldn't have sent, kept our kids in school, they would not be having degrees right now. I agree. Know? I agree. And for for me, because Chloe ended up, she did end up doing like online school when she was after. The I'm school. not saying anything about online school, but they, at this point, none of the kids were being homeschooled. They were just being pulled out. No, I think I think Maddie and Mackenzie were homeschooled at this point. At this point? Yeah. Your sister was teaching oh. them by season three. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. so why were they still going to school then? Well, I think that when she was saying going to school, she meant to your sister's house. Oh, okay. I'm thinking they pulled her out of just regular school because that's what she used to do. Right. She used to go out every day. Right, 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 right. Because right. my kids went to the same school. Yeah. And we couldn't carpool because she People pulled her out. Yeah. Early. Well, but I'm know. still glad that. Oh, I never pulled them out to have privates or whatever, because who knows what will happen with this? Well, yeah. And also, here's the other thing, too. I will say you kind of see it when when Jackie says that Sophia only did two hours a day or whatever. Like you learn. How do I want to say this? Um, I didn't want to give the control of how much time they even had with the tutors up to Abby, because if she would have been like, these girls need to be in extra classes, if they would have all been under the umbrella of like a tutor on set, it would have been, everybody's intimidated by her. So she would have been calling the shots on their education. Even like they don't need to be in math class. They need to be in ballet. And when we, we're supposed to have tutor time. We didn't get what we were supposed to have. God, she's the screen if it was to do their whole academics, you know, like that was just homework time and they never got it. Yes. And Abby would scream at them on the bus if like they were working with the tutor. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I just, yeah, no, but yes. So I was like, school's not an excuse. School is school. And then she turns to Chloe and she goes, I guess your mom's happy with mediocre, mediocre too. Chloe, you have to pull in, put in the work. And I literally wrote, cause I didn't know this was my next line. Perfect example of Abby doesn't like what I'm saying. I'm making a point. So she turns and picks on a kid. Yeah. And that's when I scream, you pick on the children, like you're picking on the children. And then she's like, because you're an idiot. Okay, how, because I'm an idiot, makes it okay to pick on the kids. I don't get it. Um, And then she tells me to get off my phone, second time this episode. So my phone must have really been pissing her off. And worry about Chloe's flexibility in her left leg. Um, And I said, uh, Abby, I'm not going to go off on her. I'm like, I could go off on you, but I'm not. And she's like, you know, go off, go off, go off, go off. And I was like, oh, like, did you see me? I punched my hand because I was so mad. I'm like, oh. And then like, I, you have so much you want to say. And like, I know. And so instead I'm just like, okay, fatty, 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 fatty. And I'm like, oh fuck. You know, but I just was so. Did you get mad. so frustrated? Yes. No, I, I mean, every time I do that kind of stuff, like when I said that you're stop eating, that's why you're fat. And stuff, it's just like, you're just so frustrated. And so like, and, and there's nothing you can do. And you're just like, it just comes out of your mouth, whether you want it to or not. And of course they, that's what they use. Yeah. But, and then Abby's like, if that's like all you got, mean, you're just trying to get that freaking, if not, I'm going to strangle her. Yeah. And she's like, 
if that's all you got, bring it on, babe. I can lose weight, but ugly is to the bone. And I said, you know what? That's exactly the point. You're ugly to the core. I mean, look. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Yeah. And uh, and then and then you're telling the girls to go outside. Abby turns to Chloe. To Chloe, do you hear what your mother's saying? That's what she's teaching you. And I said, that's what you just said about her mother. And then she says, that's because you look like an idiot in front of you. Nothing Abby is saying makes sense, P.S. Like, if you really look at this argument, you're like, what the fuck is she saying? So Chloe's upset. Yeah, that you, you were teaching her to call people fat, like to bully people is what she was basically yeah, saying. Yeah, but she just told me I'm an idiot. Like, But you would have never called her fat, 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 unless she wasn't bullying your child. Right. And right. I would have never said, stop eating. That's why you're fat or any of the, th- you're a whore because you were saying unbelievably cruel things about my mother. So like she starts it and we finish it and we end up being the bad ones. Well, and here's what I say. I said this on TV and they showed it. I said, again, the big lie. If I just keep saying it over and over again, it'll be true because she's saying like the flexibility, the dumb, the this, the that. And that's what I'm talking about there. hundred percent. And I said, I feel sad for you. Um, and then Abby gets up, she's leaving and she goes, it's like putting silk stockings on a mule with some of you. And I said, or lipstick on a pig. (laughs) Yeah. That's your favorite thing. Yeah. I think that's the first time I said that on TV. I know, but you still like that. Yep. So next week we have pink lemonade, which is another fucking episode for me. Can't wait. All right. So I already know who's at the bottom of the pyramid for outfits. That ugly butterfly? That butterfly, rhinestone, weird, length, hip, cardigan, nylon. Ever the hell that was. I don't know what that was. That was ugly. That was ugly. All right. Misdemeanors or felonies? I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I don't think you did anything bad. My felony is calling Abby fatty, fatty, fatty. Okay. Uh, Maybe, maybe... Maybe a misdemeanor is when I said, how do your kids not know their age? Maybe I shouldn't have said that in front of a kid, but come on. Oh, I don't think that. You were just asking the question, like, how do you not know your age? Like, you're 11. (laughs) Yeah. How many drinks did you need to make it through this episode? None. I needed maybe two, because I don't like that last fight. Fanny, 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 Fanny. All right. What was your favorite quote from this episode? Pride the lipstick on a pig. Amen. I like it. Lipstick on a pig. What's your favorite dance from this episode? I, I liked this Arabian Nights dance. I did too. I did too. I, 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 I don't like- know if it was acrobatic and my kids always are acrobats, but I, I don't know. I thought it, I liked it. I'm yeah. going to pick. I like that one too. All right. You ready to go do an after party, bitch? Yes. All right, let's go do the after party. We'll see you guys over on Patreon. Bye. Bye. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for 50 bucks, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, 
Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premier fabrics and finishes, which I absolutely love. So I travel a lot. I'm always on a plane. So a cuddly sweater is essential for me. And I just got the most gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, perfect for spring, shell pink, cashmere crew neck sweater, and it was literally $50, $50 for actual cashmere. Plus I have my eye on this really cute, 100% cotton organic fisherman crew sweater. Uh, I think I need to add that to my shopping list because I know that Quince has unbeatably beautiful clothing and the prices just can't be beat. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash bar for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash bar to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash bar. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.